You're listening to the Broadway Podcast Network. And tonight, we Hey Queens, what's going on? Welcome back. And it's December. How crazy is that? The year is almost over, which means we are one month closer to the one year anniversary of the Queen of Podcast, which is uh, scary. Uh, but we are here with another Australian this week, Miss Lauren Hunter, joining us, who played Seymour down here. This is just a really amazing chat. I absolutely adore this woman with all my heart. She is an incredible performer, an incredible artist, um, and I can't wait to see what is to come for her career. This is going to be so much fun, but guys, you know what the podcast is. We are going to be bringing you gifts and episodes right up through until Christmas and into the new year, so make sure you are subscribed and get it on it as we get down with our I'm the queen of the castle. Get down, you dirty rascal. Get down. Hey, queens, and welcome back to the Queendom Podcast. Uh, I am here with Lauren Hunter from the Australian cast. She plays Seymour down here. So how are you going, Lauren? Hello. Thanks for having me. I'm very excited to be here. I'm just going to try and uh, stump you on a question because I'd asked, like, all my fun questions before we had to, like, kick it back. (laughs) Um, Let's go with one that I've been asking a lot recently. Um, Going to a zoo, what's your favourite animal to go and see? Oh, I'd have to say the lions. Big cats. <laughs> Big cats. Um, yeah. Pineapple on pizza? Absolutely not. Absolutely not. What's your, <laughs> what's your dream role at the moment? My dream role? I mean, it's a little bit like it's not so much a dream role. <laughs> Can I sort of? twist it a little bit and say that I would love to be like um sort of touring with my own music one day that'd be fun interesting there you go so that sort of role (laughs) (laughs) and also I find that a lot of the times that my dream roles I get to do because I haven't wanted them so much and then in in hindsight and retrospect I'm able to go oh yeah like that was my dream role but I hadn't necessarily thought about it ahead do you know what I mean yeah that's cool like not planning yeah. that you're going to be elfable yeah, and just like falling into the role. Yeah, which, I mean, I'm very grateful for that. But, but yeah, it's just sort of happened that way, I guess. Yeah, yeah. yeah sick. Um, so how did you actually get into the industry? What was your introduction to the arts? My introduction, I mean, going way back, I was just always singing about um, and dancing around. So really where it began is I moved from... Um, sort of a high school that didn't sort of have a great performing arts uh, sector to another high school that did. And that sort of, those are really formative years and how I then went about going into WAPA and, um, or at least auditioning for the schools. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, that's kind of how it began. And then after that, obviously did the three years, um, came back to the East Coast and just auditioned like everybody else. And with and, and there was no sort of like, I didn't have any choice in the matter. Like I just made sure I just absolutely went for everything, anything and everything that I could. Yeah, cool. Was yeah. Whopper your first choice in school? Like did, did you audition for all three or? I auditioned for VCA and Whopper um, and at the time luckily got into both. But my family... Um, my dad and my stepmom actually lived over in WA at the time. So it actually was, I mean, first of all, I, I felt like I really, that was sort of the, the goal. Whopper was the goal. 
Um, and it just so happened that I had somewhere to live, <laughs> you know? So, yeah. 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 Awesome. I love that. Um, how did you find out about six? What was your introduction to this show? Um, if I'm honest with you, I had a lot of friends that had seen it over in the UK. Um, and they just put me onto it. So yeah, that's how I found out about it. (laughs) Nice. Uh, (laughs) Then auditioning for the show. What was your audition process like from your perspective? From my perspective, I really enjoyed the auditions. I thought that they were so supportive and just fostered an environment where you could be bold and that was sort of celebrated. And I, yeah, I think you either flourish or you don't in those sort of circumstances because it was difficult. I'm not going to deny. But yeah, I, I had a really, really good time and yeah, it was just, it was fun and everyone there was supportive of each other. And I thought that that was, um, that was really lovely. Yeah. Yeah. Going into your auditions, did you have an idea of kind of a queen you wanted to be? No, I had no idea. I, I mean, having listened to Seymour, I was like, okay, like this is sort of my um, jam, like the slow ballad. <laughs> it's just sort <laughs> of what I get pigeonholed as. Just Lauren, you do the slow ballad. But, um, but I, I, at the time I was actually, um, I auditioned for a lot of the Queens. So I didn't really mind where it landed. If, yeah. I mean, that was, I was just hoping that I got somewhere in there. Um, because they're just all so well-written and powerful and, yeah, I was just happy to be there to the end, to be yeah. honest. Yeah, yeah. awesome. Um, so with hindsight as our best friend at the moment, if it wasn't mm-hmm. Seymour, who would you have? It's so interesting. This question gets asked so much and right. I find it fascinating. Um, I honestly wouldn't want to be anybody else. I, I just love Seymour. I love that track and yeah, I just feel like I'm suited to her in a way. So I just feel like I'd be trying to squeeze into another box, you know? Okay. Um, yeah. Yeah. That's cool. I love Not that. that that's a bad thing, but I just find it hilarious. <laughs> in fact, I thought about it in the bathroom. I was like, I wonder if I'm going to be asked that question. <laughs> always bring it out. It's always fun. Yeah. Totally. <laughs> um, so we spoke about, did you know uh, what was your oh my god what's my question guys come on um <laughs> going into rehearsals did you know mm. anyone who was going to be in the room as you walk through that door for the first time um grace our associate director yeah. that was it that was it <laughs> yeah so going um, into that first read through what was it like to kind of sit at that table with pretty much an all-female creative team around and just kind of hear the show come together for the first time? Oh, that's such a hard question. I think I was just really trying to be present. I think it was such a special moment in time. Um, I felt like also getting a show like Six was like winning the lottery Mm -hmm. Um, and just, yeah, trying to take it moment by moment and really try and lap it up because I knew that, you know, it was just going to be such a different experience to yeah. what I had known theatre to be. So, and also obviously sharing it with the other girls was just, um, 
Yeah, very exciting. Very exciting. A lot of anticipation, you know. Yeah. <laughs> so stepping back in time, I forgot to ask, what do you remember the moment you got the call saying, hey, you're, you're Seymour? Oh, I remember. I remember this vividly <laughs> because I was working a retail job that I had been sort of, um, it was a great company actually, uh, assembly label here in Australia. And they have a few shops in Melbourne and, and Sydney and in Brisbane. So when I was in Sydney, I could kind of have a shift here and have a shift here and have a shift here. And I was hustling a lot for shifts, but they were so great and gracious and letting me back in whenever I'd go off and do a gig. So I was doing a shift and it was at the end of the shift where I was packing up and I, and I was like, I wonder if I'll find out today if it's a yay or a nay. <laughs> um, and yeah, agent called me and, and I just remember the first thing I did was blast Heart of Stone with this incredible, it's like, think of, think of this like massive warehouse. Like it was massive. It was like their surplus store. So it was like just, in Rosebury in Sydney where there's a lot of industrial sort of like big businesses. Um, and so I was in this warehouse and I was like, yeah, like, just like <laughs> blasting it while I was closing up the shop. And I just, I just remember feeling a little bit of relief actually, because by that point, you know, I'd worked at the, in that retail store and I know that that comes with the gig, but just that I didn't have to do that for some yeah. time because yeah. it can just be, you know, like we all have to do it, but it just can get tiresome, you know. Yeah. If you're not hustling there, you're hustling elsewhere, you know. Yeah. Yeah. So heading into rehearsals, what was it like learning Seymour? How did you go with connecting with the character and kind of finding yourself in Seymour? Finding myself in Seymour. Um, God, that's a really, really, really... Brilliant question. I think if I'm going to answer this question, because, you know, six was such an incredible experience in sort of learning how to um, trust yourself and learning how to just that thought, like people throw it around all the time, like I am enough, like just, just learning that simply standing there and delivering something like you are interesting you know what I mean? Like I am interesting enough to stand there and deliver a piece. So sort of coming back to that sort of sense of it, yeah, it sort of helped me in a sense really, really trust who I am and that I was already seeing more from the moment I walked on the stage. Like being me was that. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah, no, that's. Yeah. So it was a really beautiful lesson in, um, sort of connecting to myself and my in that way because I think sometimes musical theatre can kind of, you sort of have to, it's just, it's just not been the best for my confidence sometimes and I think I'm my own worst enemy in that as well, to be fair. But um, Six was brilliant and Lucy and Grace were brilliant and the rest of the girls were brilliant in, in really, not that it was their job, but just being true reflections of what it meant to just be you and yourself and that be enough. Yeah. Yeah. I love that. Um, did you have like a light bulb moment um, when things kind of clicked? You were like, this is going to be a really special show. Like was at a certain point in the rehearsals where everything was like, it just kind of clicked into place and it was like, oh, okay. Yeah. 
Yes, our very last, I don't know if the other girls said this, but the very last run that we did in rehearsals before we went into the theatre. Did they say that? I can't, I definitely didn't ask Carla that question. I can't remember if Courtney said sure. that, but I feel like I... No, no, no. Hilarious. But, uh, but if you did, I, I wonder if they had said that because it was this sort of coming together and, and Lucy had been with us for a week. So it was this sort of, um, it just came together just that last run and it was there was tears the swings were watching and there were tears because you could feel that we kind of it locked into place you know yeah i love that um so you've mentioned lucy so what was it like because australian theater you very rarely get to work with the writers of a show um Mm -hmm. let alone some of the like the original creative team so what was it like to have Lucy in the room and like people that are like Joe that had worked on the show for so long and Grace oh, so, as well. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. What was it like having those people that know this show, like the back of their hand come in and be like, Hey, cool. Well, it, that, that's exactly right. Like they know the show from the back of the hand. So but when they're walking in the room, you feel very safe in their hands to be like, look, these are the things that are not working. Let's do this. Let's do that. They just know it so well. And they were just so gracious and kind and gentle in their approach with that, I have to say. Um, and it, it made our jobs easier because it's a, it's a different beast, I, I, I found. Six was unlike any other show. And, and that's another thing that it taught me too was just to, that your, my process of other shows were not going to be the same for this show. And they really helped me sort of navigate that, even if they didn't know that. But mm. for me, I was like, oh, you're really helping me. You don't even know it. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it was, yeah, it was really, it was great. Yeah, awesome. So um, things kick into gear. The announcement gets made. Um, about you guys and who you actually are. Um, <laughs> what was that like for you to see the Queendom's response into finding out who you guys were? <laughs> well, it's interesting because I was um, on a trip to Byron at yeah. the time. So I was like, for wheels in, you know, I'm like, oh, yeah, it's going to announce. Cool, 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 cool. And then my phone absolutely blew up. It absolutely blew up. I literally was looking at just, just go, the followers just go, like, but it was incredible. I was like, oh, oh, now I really, (laughs) truly know what I'm a part of, you know? Um, It's just insane. And I have to say, like, I know that I'm not that um, active on the socials, but I, I do appreciate the kingdom so much. I appreciate you. And I just think it just feels like, I think everyone wants to matter and I feel like I matter. I don't know. That that's that's the beauty of it, I guess. Yeah, I love that. That's um just cuz I forgot to bring this up with the others. What was it like seeing that first um what we call a stan account come up because I know you've got a couple of uh, I know there's like don't lose your Lauren and that type of thing where people <laughs> are like their account is specifically based around you. So what was like that seeing that pop up? Oh, it's just so cool. Yeah, it's so cool. I, I mean, I, I didn't really know what to say other than that. It's just like, wow, like, you don't care about what I do, like, as in, like, my day-to-day. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know, it's really, it's really beautiful. It's really beautiful. Speaking of beautiful, let's talk about one of the more beautiful parts of this show, uh, the costumes. Mm-hmm. What was it like yeah. seeing um, Seymour kind of come to life, working with Nigel and all of that? Oh, he's brilliant. He is a brilliant, and his team, I have to say, because his team were were there 
in and around that. Um, oh, it was just exciting. It was just like, I just feel like that was a really, they were really, really brilliantly made costumes mm. and fit us like a glove as well, you know? Um, and he was always really like, he was the one that I think pushed for our Ladukas from memory. And Carla did I say will, that. Yeah. And I will be forever grateful <laughs> because I just think they're just um, like, I just love Laduka as a, as a dance shoe. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> I love that. Um, yeah. So finishing up rehearsals, getting everything kind of sorted, tied in, have that emotional mm-hmm. last one, and then mm-hmm. it's time to move into one of the most iconic venues in Australia, the Opera House. Oh, yeah. So what was it like yeah. kind of going in there being like, cool, I get to perform here for the next like three months. Holy crap. I mean, what was it like? I mean, you can imagine what it was like. <laughs> it was really, really awesome. I remember meeting you. Um yeah, like tick that one off the list, you know. <laughs> I remember like walking up to the opera house for the first time and like just that kind of across the courtyard, it was just like, oh, this is going to be special. And like you walk yeah. in and then like the foyer was all like lit up and they had the um, the throne and everything. And then what was it like for you guys to kind of walk in and see the stage and everything set in that venue? Because... I don't know if I remember that moment that well, to be honest. It happened so quickly. It happened so quickly. Like, all of a sudden, you're standing there and it's opening night, you mm. know. Like, that's how quick that turnaround was. Um, so it was basically like, let's get into costume and off we go. <laughs> but I just love the simplicity of it too. Oh, I think that's an, another reason why it wasn't so like, um, oh, wow, because our setup. And the band set up like we had seen that, so it wasn't sort of um, yeah, okay. as surprising. But but the the backdrop, and also we we were not really able to see the lights and stuff in their sort of true form because we're obviously performing. But apparently, it's incredible the way they sort of like light it up for yeah. each queen. So yeah, but I mean, as always, it's always so exciting to see what space you're in, particularly the intimacy of it all. You know, yeah, um, in that particular space. How you've done, you did a show at Hayes, didn't you? The Hayes. Yeah. 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 I did, I've done a couple of there, Yeah. So how did, cause the similar venues, Hayes is slightly smaller, but still that intimate kind of um, venue. Yeah. So what was that like having the, like what, what's the comparison between the two for those that know or have been to the Hayes? Do you know what? I don't think the comparison lies in the intimacy of the space, but the 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 connection to the audience. Mm. Do you know what I mean? Like yeah. as being like, I'm looking at you, Josh, and I'm Josh, and I'm going to sing at you my yeah. whole like initial opening number. Yeah. Whereas like you can sort of just like be in your own world when that fourth wall is there. So that was really the only sort of massive difference comparing the two spaces. It was just the fact that you are connecting to that audience and you that is a real, like that is our, our main job, you know. Yeah. Speaking of audiences, yeah. what was it like that first weekend? It was, I think it was four shows. So what was it like to have those audiences in there and kind of hearing their reaction to you guys for the first time? It gives you the energy that you need when you are doing, you know, four shows back to back, you know, Mm -hmm. Um, 
I cannot explain like it shocks it shocked me it shocked me a lot when when the audience would go nuts and I'd be like whoa it would just pierce my heart you know yeah. I'd be like oh my god like the effect we're having on this audience is just incredible like yeah. I will be forever grateful for that yeah I love that um, <laughs> speaking of shows back to back so um, yeah nine show weeks <laughs> and hitting those notes that you hit every night how did you go about kind of prepping yourself for that that massive task that was having nine shows in a week and having to kind of put out the same level every night um a lot of rest a lot of water Mm. um on my day off i really wouldn't do much and i'd make sure that in like during the week that I would treat myself, you know, I don't know on what, but just something to sort of like, you know, be like, you did good, <laughs> you know, pat yourself on the back. Like I, um, I actually, because uh, I'm you know, based in Brisbane at the minute, so I was driving up here always. So after Sydney finished, I was always planning on driving up here, but I stopped off in Belgium for a weekend and that was sort of my little gift to myself. I think it's important to do that because it, it does take a lot out of you. Um, it's very physically draining, emotionally draining at times, and you do have to do those things to keep uh, sane and yeah. to keep your mental health um, sort of thriving. I don't know if that's the right word, but you get you get the sentiment. <laughs> yeah, no. Um how prepared were you, uh, not prepared, but um, talk me through opening night because that night itself was kind of just a standalone kind of night with the audience reaction and everything and having, it was pretty much a thing filled with just industry people that were so in love with the show, like from what I could see. So what was it like um, on opening night from your perspective? Look, I was very, very nervous, very nervous. Um, And my brother actually had been living overseas for four years and I hadn't seen him. Like I had not seen him. And this was the first show he was going to see and this was opening night. So I basically just went, all right, well, don't do it for anybody else but yourself and him and your parents. That was it. And having that support just made it that much easier to kind of, you know, calm the nerves and, and do the, do your job, you know, (laughs) at the end of the day. Yeah. I love that. And, um, like I got to have a chat with Tim Minchin in the, the foyer afterwards, which is crazy. I was like, Hey, like, cool. We have a time to chat. He just like, I can't get over like the words. He was like, like that show was just like, what the hell? Like that was just so cool. <laughs> yeah. I was like, yeah, right. Yeah, <laughs> so right. Cool just to see like those people have that reaction where it was just like, yeah. Yeah. It was like one of those shows um, that is just so diverse that it can attract anyone in. Anyone. Yeah. So let's dive into Seymour a little bit. Um, what was the hardest mm-hmm. thing about, um, playing Seymour? Like what was the hardest thing about getting Seymour together? Um, I mean, I think I sort of touched on it before, but yeah, just trusting myself and that, you know, when you're doing a sort of emotional scene or um, you can't force those things. So just trusting that they'll come and, and 
you know, it had, you had to earn that every night. You had to be able to go there every night. Yeah. And that was a challenge as well. So what was the question? Do you mind reminding um, me? Hardest thing about playing Seymour. Yeah. The emotional part to it, I think. And, and, you know, there is no, it's part of my job to be able to, to, um, to create that sort of emotion, I guess. Mm. Um, what else? Just the vocal, vocally, how demanding it was, I think, as well. Um, yeah, I think the big theme of six was trust. Trust, yeah. trust, 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 yeah. And, and by the end of it, I really learnt so much about myself and what I would do differently, um, you know, going to it again. I don't know. I just feel like, it. Just, yeah, it just taught me a lot. Yeah, yeah, I love that. Of trust. <laughs> <laughs> um, what is your favourite part of the show? I would have to say six, the, the, um, the end. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. When Path sort of like brings us all together and I love that. I love yeah. that so much. I just I, love the song. I remember like getting to that point where it like kind of builds up just before it goes into six and every night I'm just like... Let's go. Come on. Yeah. <laughs> totally, totally. Uh, um, what's something you miss right now being away from the show for, what are we, nearly five months now? Um, mm-hmm. What's something that you miss about the show? I think the sort of purpose it gave me. Um, I always say, you know, I love when a show costs me something, like whether it be physically demanding or, you know, mentally demanding. The payoff that is Six the Musical and, and seeing the audience reaction and, and you do feel like you're making such an impact and I, I miss that. I really do. Yeah. Hardest song for you choreographically to learn? <laughs> Oh, I think, sorry, not sorry, weirdly. Yeah, it was just like a lot of shoulders and heads going weird ways. The ice. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm like, what am I doing with my body? Have I ever danced before? Gosh. <laughs> <laughs> um, jumping back to the emotion. Um, yeah. Seymour has that weird arc where you've got to like go really deep and it ends on that kind of, low note and then you've got to bring it up for that half joke and then go straight into Holbein. So what was, yeah. how was it for you trying to kind of manage that jump so quickly? Cause that's like a really quick roller coaster there in the way of. You just let it go. Let it yeah. go. Yeah. You go bang, done. That's yeah. the only way. And it was actually a relief too, because you finish that and it takes a lot out of you and then you're like, Oh, that's done. Do you yeah. know what I mean? And also, then you just I think shake it off and have fun. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and I don't know about the other girls, but I certainly felt a, a, a sort of relief that my moment had. Not to say that I wasn't sort of in the moment and present in the moment and and had a, a brilliant time doing it, but there is a relief that that you know your moment's done and now you can kind of. Um, I don't know if that's probably the right way to think about it, but that your moment's done and that you can sort of now you get to have a good time almost because there's always anticipation and sort of, you know, you want to do well, you know, and I think, um, yeah, just let it go. 
um talk to me about your connection with the girls because from like my experience with you all like you were all a very tight-knit group and you only had like six Mm. weeks of rehearsal so what was it like kind of walking in there and then being like cool we're in this let's do this we had a really really good dynamic i thought um everyone was very different with how they used their breaks and everyone was very respectful um and yeah, we really, it was just such a beautiful bunch of women um, to work with. I, and it, and I, I do think it, it helped that they weren't, de- we weren't demanding of each other. We kind of let each other be, but then came together sort of thing. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. I love that. Um, as a whole, what is your favourite thing about six? What's that thing that you kind of um, are holding on to? I guess going back to the purpose um, and also camaraderie comes to mind um, with the other girls on stage. Um, but, yeah. Sorry, what was the question? Uh, <laughs> favourite thing about the show. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. As in, like, as in how I felt about it or, like, moments in the show or... Uh, let's go how you felt about the show. How I felt about the show. Yeah, I guess, I guess it just, it just made an impact. It just had, we we could see it like in front of us and being able to sort of also, you know, honour the women that came before me and, and do what I could to tell their story a different way and sort of reframe it and reclaim it. And that was important, I think. Um, yeah, because I consider myself a feminist and, and that was, it felt right to honour them, you know, and not yeah. forget that these were once women who were living beings, you know. Yeah. Uh, in your kind of character research, what was something you found out about Seymour that you found really interesting? That she had a very strong sense of character. She, she didn't lack conviction of character. And I think that that is something that people see or sort of project on her that she was this demure one that just kind of did what um, he wanted. But I, but there were a few stories there that I was like, oh, you, you honoured who you were, what you stood for, and I, I loved that in her. Yeah. And uh, just before we wrap things up, what's something <laughs> um, that you've learnt about yourself through the show as a performer? To trust myself. Trust, <laughs> trust is the thing today, folks. If you haven't yeah. picked up on that, um, <laughs> trust. <laughs> yeah, also, yeah, trust that I'm enough, I think. Yeah. yeah. Um, one last thing. Having kind of a full stage of women, how empowered from the band on stage as well, how kind of empowering is that for a 75-minute show to kind of rock out and then get to the end and hear the crowd go nuts what what's that like having that kind of vibe on stage rushed um it just felt right it felt like it needed to be told by women and that's inclusive of our band members you know it just it felt right it felt like any other way was not the right way you know yeah perfect and i'm so lucky i feel very privileged and honored to be a part of it you know yeah you you at this point, one of like eighty four people to be 
be able to perform the show. So like it's very small number. The odds. Exactly. <laughs> it's incredible. Like, come on, do the maths. What's 7.4 billion divided by 84? It's like 0. 0.0012%. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Yeah. So, yeah. No, I know. I, and I, I feel, yeah, I just go, thank you. If anyone is watching over me, thank you. Yeah. That's the perfect yeah. note to wrap this episode up on, guys. Thank you so much, Lauren, for coming and hanging out. Um, You're so welcome. Oh, thank you. Like, it, guys, like, it really, it, it's hard to explain, like, how exciting it is for me to chat to the Aussie girls because, like, for those that you don't know, like, I think I averaged seeing them, like, once a week while they were in Australia. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. so, like, to get to, like, deconstruct it, it's like, cool, I actually kind of half know what you're talking about right now. Yay. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah it's awesome. Um, but we will be next back next week, uh, same time, same place, same Bat channel. Um, not Batman, though, unfortunately. Uh, <laughs> we will be back next week with a brand new episode of the Queen Podcast. Thanks, Queens. Bye. Bye, Queens. Hey, it's Leslie Odom Jr. here on the Broadway Podcast Network to tell you about the RISE Theatre Directory, a program of maestro music. RISE is a national online resource designed to connect and empower backstage and administrative and creative theatre professionals from underrepresented backgrounds. If you work or aspire to work in the theater community, this can help you find your next project. And if you hire theater professionals, search the Rise Theater directory to find your next team. Create your profile now and get more information by visiting risetheater.org. That's theater with an R-E-R-I-S-E-T-H-E-A-T-R-E dot org because only together we rise.